Well, I think we knew God had called us. I mean, we had this external call from somebody involved in this network, but also we just had the inner witness of the Spirit. We knew God had called us to Peterborough. We didn't know a lot about the city. We knew it had a ring road, a passport office, and it was a long way from our sort of home uh, stomping ground. So it was a challenge. But even as we were on the sort of journey in, sort of the, I think it was the summer before leaving Oxford and coming to Peterborough, uh, God gave me a very clear prophetic word from somebody who wasn't part of the network. I think he just rung me out of the blue and said, I feel God said this to you. And God says, think big or you'll limit me. So, I mean, I remember when Peterborough was first kind of talked about and my immediate reaction was, well, I'm not moving to Peterborough. Um, but, you know, never, ever say no <laughs> to the Lord. He has his ways. You know, we were meeting in a, a 12 by 12 living room, basically. And in order to fit everybody in, we literally put rows of chairs in. So it was like pews. And I, and and I had, had to stood up and preach. Yeah, you did. And I had to go and knock on the next door neighbor's house to see if we could borrow some chairs, which we then added to the, to the rows. So, I mean, it was just bonkers, really. I mean, we literally, we, I think, had our first church service on the day we moved into our house in what was our dining room then, except there was sort of damp all up the walls. It was a, not a great, great start, really. <laughs> so, so we had, I think... What were we thinking? I know, I don't know. Like how, like how did that happen? I don't know. Like, so there was nine of us there on that first meeting. <laughs> and then, I don't know, maybe a couple of months or so, we then uh, ended up at a community centre in, in Warrington called Loxley. The first time I ever came to Kingsgate was um, we were meeting in Loxley Community Centre and I came up because there was no music team, there were no musicians, there were no worship team, so I came along to play the guitar. Dave was playing his tambourine and that was the worship team, <laughs> just the two of us. So I was asked by um, Simon Matthews from Plumline whether I would come up for three months just to try things out and, and the joke is I've been here over 20 years now and I kind of feel like I'm still here, this is home, this is absolutely where I want to be so there's nowhere else I'd like to be. We came to Kingsgate for the very first time and I think we walked into Loxley there'd have been just one row only really, so very few people, maybe 10 or 12, something like that. Just to add to the, the one row, I obviously had Hannah, and um, Dave and Karen had Emily and Annabelle, and when it came to take the kids out for the kids' work, I was thinking, kids' work? There was kids' work, there was creche, and creche consisted of myself, Karen, Emily, Annabelle, and Hannah. They were just tough early years and you know I was you know trying to we were trying to believe God together weren't we to think mm. big and as I say people were staying away in their thousands. Well I think I can confidently say that those first three years in Peterborough were the worst of my whole entire life um, and <laughs> I mean, it was horrible in so many ways. Um, financial pressure you know, you move to a city, you don't really know anybody. Sometimes it was lonely, our house was crumbling down around our ears. It was just, you know, horrible on every front. But in the midst of all of that, we just knew that we were in the, the centre of God's will. And so that kind of always wins the day. You know, how were we going to get the church to grow? Because we felt we'd been called, but um, not a lot was going on. You know, we started with nine. Um, we grew up to 15 and then after 18 months we had what I often call a backdoor revival and we went down to six. And for me it tested me right to the core of did I believe God had called us? 
did I believe the word think big? And were we going to keep going? Um, for me, it was probably the first time in my life I felt that I was really failing. And, you know, I remember on, on several occasions almost handing my resignation into the Lord and he wouldn't accept it. Uh, I remember one time in particular saying to God, you know, I'm basically, Lord, I can't build this church. And I didn't hear an audible voice, but I sensed a smile from the Father saying, good, I'm glad we've got that one sorted. There was just a deep conviction in both of us about, you know, our attitude towards being in Peterborough. Yeah. And, um, and really just that sense of, if you don't love, if you don't love this place, and by that, the people in it, then you're never going to reach them. And it was just one of those moments where, you know, the, just like an arrow in your heart. So, so yeah, it was about, you know, if you don't love being here, if you don't love these people, how can I, how can I express my love to these people? And so, and so we just had this wonderful time yeah. of repenting and yeah. praying, and and it was like it was something just changed in our in our hearts. But then suddenly you kind of look around and, and everything's different. You see the place in a different light. And really, from that moment on, we we've just loved. We've loved this city. Yeah. God gave us a supernatural love for the city really did, yeah. almost overnight. We changed our hearts towards the place yeah. and God gave us a love both for the place and the people. Yeah. It was almost, we had to go through that in order for the Lord to do what he wanted to do in us and through us. Some of the best lessons that we learned in our whole lives were in those first four years from when we moved, heard the word and before we started seeing the breakthrough. So another major turning point for us was when we decided I needed to go, quote, full time um, and leave my teaching job to almost give myself fully to the, to the work of the ministry. Um, at the time, we, the church was about 25. Uh, so we'd been going about three and a half years, but we just knew it was right to do it. And we went right through January, February, March, no kind of obvious provision, but honestly say, it was like we'd been given a gift of faith. And we went away on holiday for a week in, in July and we came back and that Sunday, a few new families joined all at once and the church doubled overnight. We went from <laughs> 25 to 50. But I think we had to personally put our faith on the line for what God had said. And in one sense, you know, faith was an element of risk. And it wasn't, we weren't trying to risk, we were just obeying God and mm. he came through yeah. as he always does. You know, it was a season where we had to learn to trust God for everything. The next member of staff who came onto the team was an amazing prayer, Janie Bingham. Yeah. And, you know, to have Dave and Janie kind of right in the early days, really kind of digging the, the, the trenches for prayer, I think just kind of paved the way for everything that's kind of come in behind that. And so it is just something that, because it's in our DNA, that we, it, it, and also because, like we didn't know what else to do, to yeah. be quite honest. I mean, when you haven't got a lot and there's so much that needs to happen, the only thing that you can do is pray. 
So we used to pray that the Lord would send me musicians. We'd, we'd pray um, about the giving of the people, that people would give out of their love for the Lord and passion. And um, we, we prayed about everything, really. Everything that we see in Kingsgate today is birth in prayer. I think we discovered that we were in a faith atmosphere all of the time. And I think it took us a while to realize that, you know, this, this was genuine and we could really look forward positively. But it was just a great atmosphere, as Sheila said, we, we came to visit and never went anywhere else from that point on. It was the integrity of Dave's preaching which we just felt straight away. It made an impact upon us and uh, here we are today, 22 years later. Really, I would say the next five years were just, it was like we'd broken through the favour started coming. I think that step of going full-time um, almost triggered something in the spirit. So we doubled the following year to up to about 90, 100. Then the following year, some key people started being added in who you know, have stayed the whole journey with us, who've become key in areas of leadership and pastoral ministry. Oh, I just, I just felt like I'd come home. Sam and I had had a very difficult time and I'll never forget standing on the door for the first time talking to Dave Smith and he looked at me and he said, you need to come in out the cold and warm up. And I just broke down and went, yes, I need to come in and warm up. And, and that's what's happened. I've come in and warmed up and felt the warmth of the King. And so during that time, we moved to Jack Hunt School and then to Arthur Mellow's School. And all through that time, they, they were a complete contrast to the early years, wasn't it? It felt like, you know, we, we were enjoying the favour of God. I remember very distinctly, it was around the autumn of 1997, so we have been going for nine years, so we were enjoying blessing. And I clearly remember the Lord speaking to me and saying that we were at a crossroads and there was a choice. And the choice was either we could continue to be a church of blessing where people would come and get blessed or you can be a church that really reaches the city. And I knew pretty obviously what the choice was to be. We wanted to be a church that reached the city. So for the first 18 years, we were a church on the move. We didn't have our own building and we were moving from venue to venue, which meant a lot of set up and set down. But we did have some amazing volunteers, amazing. absolutely stunning. And so really for, for many, many years, the church kind of got packed up in the back of a Volvo car and, um, and then unpacked again, you know, <laughs> Sunday by Sunday. Like growing up in Kingsgate, a lot of the time was spent uh, in the car with my dad, going to and from um, whatever the venue was that we'd have been meeting in, um, lugging gear around carrying lots of stuff from our house, which is where it was normally stored, yeah. in the back of in the back of an old car, and then over to wherever we were that we were being and just setting up and being a part of a lot of that for as long as I can remember, remember really. So yeah, that's, they're quite fond memories, I guess. So we continued to grow during the, the late 1990s. We ended up at what was the regional college, which was the largest rented facility available. We went from one service, we had to go into two services, and then eventually we had to go into three services. And by then we were about sort of 800 people. But during that time, we knew that we had to start seeking 
premises to, for ourselves. We had to buy land and look for a building. And while we were seeking God and we were beginning to put out feelers as a leadership team, we had Rachel Hickson, who's been a great friend of Kingsgate along the way. And she was just in the middle of a meeting, I think, teaching on prayer or prophecy. And kind of not fully knowing, I think, what she was saying. In the middle of it, she just talked about, it's time to um, stop living in a tent and it's time to buy land and kind of moved on. And we took that as God saying, yeah, it really is time to buy land. There is a season and it's enough of living in a tent. Even God had enough of living in a tent. And he said to his people, build me a house. The first site we really, really went for was a six acre site. We raised money for it. We went for planning, people prayed, and we went to the city council and basically we lost the planning application. And initially we thought, you know, this is a, a sort of an enemy setback. Almost immediately, <clears throat> sensed the Lord saying, no, this is me, you know, I'm in charge. And so we let that site go. And in the meantime, we ended up getting great favor with the city council. And so we ended up looking for a new site and God led us to the, the current Kingsgate Peterborough site, which was double the acreage, 12.4 acres, in a much better location. And the whole dream to, to buy the land and build the building was made possible because of God's goodness mm. and the generosity and sacrificial giving of incredible people. It was an incredible challenge. In fact, an outrageous project when 600 people decide that uh, together they're going to contribute to and build something of the size of the Peterborough facility. It was outrageous. Well, at one stage, they were very clearly, we, were, we didn't have enough money. We were even thinking about whether we had to meet in one of the smaller halls and not fit out of the auditorium. But, but God was faithful through it. And, and also, people kept giving faithfully. Right in the middle of the building project, I can remember one particular giving day where it was just so um, just amazing how people just were sacrificially giving to, to see this vision come to come to fulfilment. So when we started the church, it was called Peterborough Community Church. But as we were beginning to move into the building, um, we wanted to give the building a name. But also we had, a, even in those early days, a stirring that we were going to be called to establish um, church centres in other cities, in other locations. And so we thought, well, Peterborough Community Church isn't going to work. So we sought God for a new name that was initially for the building, but then actually became the church name too. And of course we came up with Kingsgate, the gate of the king, and Kingsgate Community Church. And this is who we still are today. I mean, without question, one of the key moments was in 2008. So we've been in the building, uh, we were growing in Peterborough, we'd been going for 20 years. And I remember going on my first ever summer study break and on that first day I felt the Lord very clearly speaking that while we'd been faithful to the core to think big for one city, mm. Peterborough, um, now was a time to almost like take the blinkers off, God-given blinkers, and think broader and wider. And very um, strongly sense the Lord saying now's the time to think big for other cities and for the nation and even beyond. And it was so clear and obvious that the next city we were to think about and to go into was Cambridge. I remember when Dave first started sort of 
talking about the idea of going to other cities and feeling very um, troubled would, would be the wrong word, but I remember wrestling in my spirit. I'd lost my heart to Peterborough I, and I actually remember thinking, I, I don't want to be unfaithful. I, I do, I remember thinking, how can I love another city um, when the Lord has just put Peterborough in my heart? And um, but. It was, it was just so wonderful because it was like the Lord reminded me, well, it's, it's like having children. You know, you love your firstborn child and you think, how could you love another child in the same way? But when they're born, well, of course you do. And that's exactly how it played out. Well, I think for me, I, I was in the meeting first with Dave when he first said to us as a leadership team, let's, God is calling us beyond Peterborough. And for me, as soon as we sat down, he said, Cambridge, Something kind of went off. I mean, it took time to develop as a, a full sense that I've got a part to play in this. But uh, for me, it was, this is right. This is what God's called us to. Mm. And, I, and I, I think it was, it was a sense of excitement. And I, I think I'm right in saying there was a sense, this isn't just Cambridge. This is not just two cities. And I, I've always had a sense of God bring revival to this nation. And I want to play a part in that. We love it. Yeah. We love Cambridge. It's such an exciting city to be mm. part of in, in all its ways. Just we love the students, we love mm. what's happening with families. Mm. And we just love the city. There's something yeah. so special about the city. Cambridge was near Peterborough and we wanted it to be one church. Um, at the time two centres and we thought that was a, so strategically it made sense and we had people who sort of live near Cambridge who were travelling to Peterborough but more on a sort of a national, even international front, was just the strategic significance of Cambridge with the, you know, the, the university, some of the business influence that that city has. And also from my background, having come from Oxford, there was a sense of a, a call back into that sort of environment and something about the influence that we were gonna have on not just Cambridge, but the nation and the nations through that amazing city. So having established Cambridge, started to see that off to a great, strong, healthy start, we then started seeking God for what's next and really sensed that it was time for a new five-year vision. We had a picture of a mountain and I remember a word being given that we were at base camp, a sense that we climbed a long way up, but we were at base camp, we were pausing, ready to go the next stage of the journey. It was like those next five years was gonna be continuing on the journey that God had given us. For many, many years, we'd had um, ministries that served the poor. We had our care zone in Peterborough. But at that juncture, we felt not only to take that up to a ne next level, but to make serving um, people in need a whole fresh emphasis. So um, one of the things that came out of that, we felt a calling to set up a food bank. And now, you know, it's amazing to see how five years later, um, you know, we've not just got one food bank, we've got food banks all over the city, working together with other city agencies and churches. It's amazing. So one of the key parts of the five-year vision was we sensed that we were going to establish a new centre in at least one more um, key UK city. And we, we really felt that was to be Leicester. Great city, um, hugely unchurched with such potential. And so we started in 2014, great core group of people who've really given um, themselves to the Lord and to the establishing of that church. Great to see people coming in, getting saved, 
particularly to see a lot of students and young mm. adults gather, form community. It's been amazing, mm. hasn't it? Yeah. So maybe three or four years ago, there were just 15 of us who were, who were thinking and dreaming from Peterborough about going into Leicester. And that's been an incredible journey, just being mm. part of that and being able to journey uh, with those mm. people and watching, starting with life groups and then meeting in the coffee shop and then moving on to Sunday launch. Mm. It's just been wonderful to watch that and just to see who God's added into the journey. We had a very strong sense, and it hasn't gone away, that uh, God's heart is for the city of Leicester, you know, that region of more than a million people people who don't know Jesus so to be yeah. part of a team small as it was and increasing in number now that are trying to reach this city in this region for Jesus is really thrilling and encouraging. Well obviously I have a heart for Leicester because it's my home city. Um, I've got a heart to see many people turn to God, tens of thousands of people in that city you know because we're part of this family who uh, are audacious in chasing after all that God has for us and not limiting him in any sense and thinking big. I think because of that we will see amazing things, things beyond what we could ask, think or imagine and that really does excite me for the future. One of the great delights to my heart is when I look out over the Kingsgate congregations, whichever city you know we're, we're in, um, you see the same picture emerging, which is of an intergenerational and multicultural uh, congregation. And that is something that is just has been a gift to us, really. I mean, particularly the multicultural congregation. We just love it that nations gather under one roof to, to worship God together. And uh, it's just been so amazing that, you know, people have been able to come through the doors of Kingsgate and many who are literally very, very far from home. And uh, they've come in and it's like, this, this is our home. And it's just amazing, amazing to see. So we knew from the first Sunday that that's the place where we have to be. And the first Sunday when we went to Kingsgate, we um, visited the Welcome Lounge and then the Connect Lounge the same Sunday uh, so that the following week we can be at, uh, at the Life Group. So from that moment we were just, we knew that's, that's home for us. The Kingsgate is such an amazing place um, from a people point of view because there's over 60 different nationalities and uh, just the expression of the family of God together. Well, that's the thing that's very special is the generations that we've seen, from children's groups to young adults, um, just that support that is given. And when your children need it, other, not just you are there, but other people are there, so that's family, really. I love bringing my children to church and my grandchildren. I, I love coming on a Sunday morning and we're all there and the children are older than our children were than we, when we arrived, which is incredible, really. It doesn't seem that long ago. So it's amazing to see what God is doing in our children, in our youth, in our young adults, in our students, in young married couples. There's almost like whole generations rising up, some of them stepping into great positions of influence in their jobs and the marketplace, some stepping into sort of full-time church work we just got great faith for the future. Being 25 years old, I'm uh, constantly reassured by the fact that Dave and Karen were my age when they came and they started Kingsgate. We started the first youth group, so now to see the youth as big as it is and uh, the young adults and the little ones and 
and, and what that has just majorly developed into and you know seeing Nathan from a, a young boy now in in ministry and just seeing all, all that develop has been a really exciting time. I think it was 2015 we had a real strong sense that although God was blessing us in Peterborough, Cambridge, we were just starting in Leicester, we had a real burden from the Lord that we were to play our part together with other many great churches and ministries to actually help see the UK come back to, come back to him. And if we're going to have an impact on the nation, then London is hugely, hugely influential, as we all know. And so we felt God saying, time to come into London, which was super exciting, capital city, eight to 10 million people, influence not just in the nation, but overseas. So it's just been such a joy to go into London, building with a great group of people. We're so excited about what God's gonna do in the future. I think my, my heart for Kingsgate London is that we'd see continuous transformation, we'd see salvation and healing and restoration and on the family level as well so that's my heart that there would be a place of transformation for the nation but also for individuals you know when you take time to celebrate what the lord has already done and you know i think for us the highlights have always come in the shape of people always and it'd be amazing to think you know when we're celebrating another significant milestone whose faces are going to be on pictures, you know, that we can be looking at and thinking, oh yeah, they joined at a certain point and this is the contribution that they're making. And, you know, aside from that, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who need to know the love of their father. And that's our number one goal. In one way, we feel the Lord saying, this is just the beginning. In spite of the fact that we've been going all these years, we sense we're another key turning point, another really defining moment, uh, because God's call is way beyond um, where we are right now. You know, right back to 20 years ago when the Lord talked about, are you going to be a church of blessing or are you going to reach at the time it was one city? Now we've got a number of cities we're in and we've got other cities and even other nations the Lord's calling us to. And that means for us it's encouraging. We've got many great years ahead and believe many of us have in the church family right now. But for this to just be the beginning of the journey, it must mean there's a promise over us that what God has done here is going to the next generation and the next generation. So we're super excited about now and what's going to happen in the next few years, but also what's going to happen in generations to come.